All right, we're gonna have a conversation using my slightly educated viewpoint on this topic. I said slightly, but this was another question that we got sent to us. Slightly, you were in seminary. Today. All right, well, blah blah blah, whatever. But uh, my point being is, you're not just slightly educated. Well. You're more than a YouTube Well, lawyer. okay, but so, but for this topic, this is why I say, like, slightly educated, because this is a topic that is very, very kind of complex, and it gets my little rat brain growing, man. I, I love it, and I think, you know, I think you... But I think part heard. of this is, is when we get into this topic, most people are, like, not that there's anything wrong with being self-taught, but you have internet warriors mm -hmm. on this topic that people are very like defensive on. Yeah. And it's just interesting because yes, even the ridiculously smart people all dis can, you know, still disagree on topics and in interpretations of things. But this is something that you actually spent quite intensive, like studying into under these really, really smart people. And so, yes, yeah. I and, think and that's what, that's what the, you, that's what makes this issue so complex mm -hmm. is the fact that, yeah, there's theolo there's uh, scholars that have that have debated this topic and have and, and they don't agree and they don't agree and and even some of my uh, favorite teachers myself have very different interpretations of this particular subject and we'll go ahead and just say what it is we're talking about spiritual gifts uh, just lightly hitting on that um, and then um, also. A, Bible version question or a Bible question, but it plays all into this because uh, the first question was the fire Bible, which it itself, the fire Bible is basically uh, the Pentecostal study Bible. It came from the translation came from missionary in Brazil that, that realized there was a need that was serving missionary work that there was a need for a Bible written from a Pentecostal perspective and for the most part for okay I, I this is one thing that I want to be careful with because I definitely don't think that I I want to to align or promote myself as as being like being okay with the Pentecostal sect, I don't know. I, I, they're not heretical, or they can be. Mm -hmm. There, there's been some scary, scary things, and I think that's actually what does a lot of disservice to them, because unfortunately, most of them are pre-millennial dispensationalists. So, and and believe in a rapture and believe in the imminent coming of Christ, which is awesome and normally, you know, and I don't have a problem. And, well, those are huge points that are lacking in like our main right, right, in most of them. Church. And so that's what I'm assuming. I haven't read through the Fire Bible at all, but I'm I'm assuming that. And the Fire Bible is just a translation. It's just a modern. Um, you can get ESV or or um, NIV. Uh, NIV or anything like that. But it's just the it's the Pentecostal study Bible. study Bible, is why I keep referring it to the Fire Bible, um, which. Even if you don't know a whole lot about Pentecostals, you can think where the, the, the name came from, right? Pentecost. Right? When the Holy Spirit was poured down on Pentecost and they began speaking in tongues, they went out and um, 
you know, were healing and they were doing all these miraculous, all these miraculous things were happening. And that's kind of a layman's version of what okay. <laughs> it, it came from. So they, they sent, they tend to, um, they tend to hold due importance to like, uh, healing and prophecy. And that's where you can get really, really sketchy with them. Because it's it's where you go with it, you know. And most um, Pentecostals, um, I don't okay, not most, but a a good majority of them are involved in this um, faith healing on the street, and mm-hmm. you know it's just completely whack. Some of them are right on. I mean, some of them will say that. You know, no, healing is for inside of the church, and you must be a believer, and you must be these things, you know, for these things to even happen, which, you know, there's different arguments that may that may or may not be true. And I think it's ridiculous to say, I'm going to get ahead of myself a little bit, but it's ridiculous to say that God doesn't, some of these things don't still exist today. Uh so, uh, I, that's why, like, I I assume that it's okay, but I'd also really, really be careful with it just because of what the, the Pentecostal movement can do. I, I, I just wouldn't. I would try to stay away from it. But at the same time, I mean, like I said, I haven't read through it. Most of the time, they're pretty, you know, they're, they're pretty doctrinally sound. For the most part, it's just when they get off on this crazy stuff. But I think that's what does the disservice to them mm-hmm. is when you have them up there claiming modern day prophecy and all these different things where. Well, and how do you discern all of that? That's what makes the issue really complex. And that's what makes all these scholars, they, they just debate this endlessly. And my take on the whole thing is getting into the gifts part of it. Because that's like one of the main parts that really separates the whole Pentecostal. Right. It does. It comes from the Holy, like I said, the Holy Spirit being um, Mm -hmm. poured out and then 1 Corinthians. Right. And then 1 Corinthians 12 where Paul speaks of the spiritual gifts and and every believer receiving, having a spiritual gift. and Mm -hmm. um, There's a bunch of different things in there. First, we have to realize audience and context with a lot of that so a lot of that was sent to these churches that were just starting just you know uh, just beginning so a lot of these spiritual gifts were poured out and able to grow the church to make these you know things happen and then the apostles themselves the miraculous gifts were separated from the apostles themselves and you can get that you can get that from acts that there was a the being an apostle and doing these miraculous things was separate from receiving these you know these other spiritual gifts in the sense of like i can do this but you can't but Mm -hmm. i can only do this for a limited period of time Mm -hmm. you know because i walked with christ i know christ i can continue these miracles just to grow the church this isn't to you know this isn't to keep going or to keep doing these things continuously otherwise we would have no sick people on earth whatsoever right now right so 
they were meant to run out. It was meant to build. And that's what Paul is saying in that, in context, a lot of those, when he talks about the prophecy, mm -hmm. when he talks about the gift of tongues, all these things, all these things were to build, build the church at the time. However, that doesn't mean, because there's other verses in all throughout Scripture that talk about, and basically we can go through Acts and 1 Corinthians. Both of those two books are the, the two books where you get kind of a good idea of what spiritual gifts and, and, and these types of things are and what the purpose was for and things like that. So you, you can put those two together and understand a lot of, of what Paul was talking about because um, like I said um, you know healing miraculously uh, in these very very pagan areas would definitely wow these people you know well, and it helped is... to serve spread the gospel to these these yeah, places it was, why do you think Jesus did the things that he did you know, I mean it just makes sense and the same thing like when people get so wrapped up in this um, speaking in tongues, it's like, okay, well, let's examine scripturally what that was. Right. The Holy Spirit came down on Pentecost, right, which is coming up June, but came down at the specific time because all of the things with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection fell perfectly on these biblical feast dates and going on to the biblical day of Pentecost all of a sudden these people were given the ability not to speak gibberish but to speak other languages because at that time in the city where they were at there were believers from all over the world that were all there in that time so all of these gifts were given as a way of establishing and rapidly growing Christ's church Right. So they're given this ability to speak in these other languages. They're not speaking nonsense. They're speaking in a different language so that when they went out, they were able to tell the message of Christ to tons of people. Right. And the, they were right there. They, they were like, oh, wow, how do you know in first Corinthians my four, language? In 1 Corinthians 14, when he, Paul talks about desiring these gifts too, that's the thing where it gets, it gets tricky, though, because that's where it's still... We have to ask ourselves, a lot of this is applicable for today. But in a totally different way, mm -hmm. I think. I think they have... Well, the church is established Obviously, <laughs> the, right. So these things have run their course through what they were designed for in the miraculous ways. Now, like I, when I said I didn't want to get ahead of myself, of course God still works miraculously in our lives and we've seen people healed you know we've heard countless stories of people just being miraculously healed or, or something you or know something, or saved yeah. or, of course god still works miracles but he dispenses those at his own will and we have yeah, absolutely it's not some superpower you get right and we have absolutely no control over that so yes god miraculously still works 
Not that we still get miraculous superpowers. Right. Now, however, there's still... We don't want to discredit all of them because there still are the gifts of prophecy, the gifts of teaching, the gift of spiritual discernment. There's still... There's all these things. You just have to understand what they mean, what they truly mean. Now, we know for a fact that there's... Jesus was considered the last prophet so to speak so we have no new prophecies at all i mean there's no there's no uh new revelation that we're going to give you know the church or christianity or i'm not going to you know stand up and save billions of people with my new revelation of prophecy that I get that's not and that's what so many teachers play on and that's what's the problem with this whole Pentecostal movement is because a lot of that a lot of these false teachers work off of prophecy and these spiritual gifts right and they they just they just use them like a rental car man I mean they just yeah. cons they just trash them and like I, I gotta call. I think Todd White is a perfect example of it. You know, walking in the, walking in the streets of New York, and the guy just pointing out a guy with crutches, saying, "You know, God really led me." No, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. That's the wrong spirit. That's not. <laughs> Well, and if that is That's, how it works, why aren't you going to the children's hospital and, and freeing and them healing, all from cancer? That was one of. That's actually a very good question that m- most people, a lot of people that combat these people that may be atheists or things like mm-hmm. that, they these types of questions that they ask, and they go, "Well, why not?" There's a children's hospital right up over yeah. here, dude. Go take your cute little, what God wants you to do, and go to the children. Yeah. So that's what the. Again, that's yeah. where they get the really, really bad name for it, or they'll turn it into, you know, uh, world, you know, uh, things to well, look how they've taken it to get rich, get rich, to, right? Yeah. yeah, that's where I was going with it is to I get rich. Feeling. So that's what gives all these things a horrible name, but the, the Holy Spirit definitely does give, but it's not. It's not a gift that you can also tap into mm-hmm. like you just walk around with it. Yeah. Right? You're like, I'm just, I, God has given me the spiritual gift of prophecy, so I'm a prophet. I'm going to walk around and just I'm, I act like a prophet. Yeah. No, 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 That's not the case. Do you really know what prophets do? Right. <laughs> Go look at your Old Testament exactly. prophets. Is that really what you want to do? Exactly. But I mean, even in the sense of prophecy now, it would mm-hmm. be, you know, maybe knowledge, maybe at a certain time, at a certain event, God gives you a, you know, a, a message of a what's going to, a feeling, and, and I say this out loud to the person, like, hey, don't go and do this, because this is going to go bad. I think we've all had that time where our mom calls us. Yeah, like exactly. That, that, like, like moms have this like superpower, right. right? Almost where like moms can call and be like, are you okay? 
Right. Like, why are you calling and asking me? I don't know. I just had a feeling like something well, was wrong. Right. It's like that on intuition. A, right. It's like that, but even on a higher spiritual level, yes. like you know that you you know that this is from God, but it isn't like it isn't going out to the person on the street and pointing them out and saying you. No, we have to remember that this is. This is a believer. This would be in, in something that would be in your everyday, uh, whether it be in your church, your circle, your you know, if you, you have Christian friends or something like that. It's not something that just, you know, poof, randomly just pops up like that as you're walking down Fifth Avenue. Uh, no, that's not how it works. Uh, but that's where you get places like IHOP and different things like that that build a lot of their their church IHOP their... the International House of Prayer Prayer he's talking about yes by the way no pancakes just saying if somebody was listening and they'd never heard of that before they'd be like what on earth, earth is IHOP talking do about to you dude, what is dude doesn't like pancakes I love pancakes um but I think that's an interesting point because whenever you get into any of these spiritual gift things, people are either adamantly on one side or the other, and they will fight tooth and nail if you are not on that same side. So right. either spiritual gifts are nothing, they're completely, you know, old and done. Or people walk around with the spiritual discernment, they're like, spirit told me. Yeah. It's like, no, that's... That's not how it okay. works either. Number one, if you're on a TV show talking about yeah, it's definitely your spiritual right. gift, then I, I, I really, my spirit of discernment called common sense tells me that you're full of baloney. Yeah, you're Just like your spiritual. Your, you have to remember that you're. If after you use your spiritual gift, you have a box where I send you money, I don't think this is. Real. This is what <laughs> this is what the one you're Simon the Sorcerer. main really important. That you remember, you messed me up because now I can't uh, think of anybody else but Simon, Simon Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Sorry, from uh, the Bible show. Dang it! You... I'm like just saying the one. Well, the the one main point though of all these spiritual gifts that everybody has to realize and remember is something that I just kind of said, but the Holy Spirit is the one that provides these gifts, and He is the one that moves you. But this is not a. This is not a gift that is used outside of the church I don't see any this is outside of believers because these spiritual gifts these things like that they don't do any good to an unbelieving world this is for the church and for other believers and to build up the church but it like I say it's just in these moments so it would only be in these moments and only inside of the church that the Holy Spirit would move to grow and to move inside so of it. So wouldn't still do some like miraculous thing to bring an unbeliever to the church? Well, the Spirit had to move that person to want to go to church anyway. I'm just saying, if there's like a sick guy out on the road and I walk by and am able to do something... Then God, I'm not saying it's not possible, but then yeah. in that case, then you would assume that, that may, but maybe that guy on the side of the road believes in God. You just don't know that. But God, found, I mean, and a lot of times that's the case. Mm -hmm. I, I think anybody that we've ever come across, I don't mean to judge people off their walks in, from what I've met, but I mean, the people that I've had conversations with, and it's been quite a few of them, 
you know, we're always like, and I always make sure to, you know, I, and this is even before I started, you know, just to God bless and, you know, to, to give them the whole little cliche sayings that you always say to them, but be honestly serious with them, look them in the eye and be, you know, and, uh, most of the time they were, they were full, full on believers and they weren't pretending. I mean, they were just, like I know God has a better plan for my life you know these little these little things that they would say and so yeah at that time that moment God stopped you just like you see Peter stop and look at the uh, the dude outside of the temple mm-hmm. and he's like hey I don't have my computer shut down I don't need it but it annoyed me um it's like, but what I can give you is this, you know, yeah. type deal. So that happens. But so the Holy, you know, the Lord will definitely lead you towards that. But I'm talking about for the gift of prophecy or the gift, you know, anything like that. It's it's not going to tongues. be. Yeah. And, and especially tongues. Tongues is a big one. Um, like I said, I don't, well, I don't how, know that, that. I think tongues is probably one of the biggest ones. That I don't know fully understand how tongues work, but I think I do. But I'm not sure. But well, I don't understand how the gift of tongues was being able to speak languages that you just never knew before, right? Like, right. I've never lived in China. I couldn't speak to you in Chinese if my life right because that's on what like, happened. I that's what happened. They were like, so, "Oh, how did they?" Yeah. So all of a sudden, they could preach. They were given the gift to speak in other languages so that they could preach the gospel, gospel of Christ, Christ right. in those languages, and people there would know and could come well, to Christ. Well, that's why I said at the beginning, that's the importance of your audience and the purpose of but what's the But pro- what's the gift of tongues now? Is that what it is? No. Because I, I would say for the most part, people are like rambling gibberish. Oh, no, 100%. And saying, there's well, not, I have the gift of tongues. Not, well, the gift well, of tongues was to be able to we know speak in foreign languages that you didn't know so you well, could lead people to Christ. Well, we know 100%. But also Paul indicated that he spoke in tongues privately. And that's what the whole thing was yeah. with it, was privately well, says, if you don't have an interpreter. Okay, but again, if I'm speaking in a language that nobody else here knows... It does no good. I would need an interpreter who knows mm. that language. If you're just speaking gibberish, what's an interpreter necessarily going to do, right? But if I feel moved and I have the gift of <laughs> tongues, so I want to start So if you don't have an interpreter, Spanish, you don't have the gift of But Spanish. I'm in Sweden... If I don't have an interpreter, I'm literally doing nothing. I can just go home and do that privately by myself then because I'm not helping anyone. I'm not spreading the message of the gospel of Christ if I'm rambling in, not rambling, you know, but if I'm preaching in Spanish to an audience in Sweden that doesn't speak that. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't see how that, how we went from the gift that they were given by the Holy Spirit was to speak real languages that the people there mm-hmm. also spoke has turned into this rambling of well, gibberish. Well, is that because the there is a, the language of ang- angels debate and they're acting like that that's something. Um, it, it's, it's ridiculous. But I understand I that the point here in all of this is I feel like you take more of a like middle of the road approach to it whereas so many are either on one side they're very real and alive 
or they're completely right. dead and gone, and there's no compromise in between. Right, and I and that's and that's very important that you do not throw them out because we're we're commanded. Don't despise prophecy. Don't. But that doesn't necess, that doesn't mean each new other's prophecy. prophecy it's new prophecy. Yeah. Scriptural prophecy. Uh, scriptural prophecy. But I mean, we we still have. You know the the desire to have spiritual gifts, which is First Corinthians fourteen, um, that we're to, supposed to desire the gifts, the spiritual gifts. But that is all up to the Holy Spirit. He measures that and he gives that at whatever time that he sees fit. It's not like. Each person is going to have that certain certain thing that comes up every single time. So you so you'll you get to know it, I think, the close you know, the closer relationship that you get to God. I think God reveals what your spiritual gift is to you. He reveals it to you. But I feel like this whole but thing is really not, simple. Yeah, it is, but it's not in a way of it, it's not in a way of new, like, oh, I've got no, you'll you'll learn spiritual discernment. You'll learn how to be able to relate, you know, things in the Bible to or be able to use scripture to be able to apply that to something that's either currently happening or happened or, or whatever else would be a would be a um like a modern day prophecy almost. You yeah. know. Just being able to have the scripture modern to be able day to application. Apply, right. Uh, to something that's happened, so th those are the types types of gifts that still, I think, those get. You know, I'll do it all the time. I'll be reading something. I'll just boom. I'll have a Bible verse that comes strictly to my head. Does that mean that I just change the world? And you know, I I can I have a prophecy that your wealth is going to increase. No, Judah and Samuel. That is. Yeah. Name. Well. And I think that's another part, too, is you look at these spiritual gifts of teaching of um, you look at people that you've met throughout your walk, you know, and people the the closer you draw to live in the body of Christ as you should, which reading through the letters is very um, instrumental in helping you understand what that looks like. But it's a very active role to live within the body of Christ properly you're very active in things that you are doing right righteousness and good deeds and, and loving people caring for people serving people doing these things and I feel like the closer you draw into that role maybe you find that there's a certain area that you are just very good at maybe you've always been good at that area but maybe not I mean I look at but there is a difference between <clears throat> I want to I, I there is an important difference between talents sure and, and yes there's a huge difference so that's what I'm saying maybe yeah. it's been something that you've kind of always had a knack for but and that's how you know is because talents and spiritual gifts you you tend to think that talents are something that you use in your everyday life or yes. you should mm-hmm Spiritual gifts aren't something that you use in your exactly. daily life. But as you're so, going through that, I mean, and you've met other people within your walk that you're like, 
wow, they're just awesome teachers. Oh, yeah. Or they're yeah. just, you yeah, know, there's just something the about them. Teaching. Yeah, they just they have this have gift, gift that you're, oh, and sure. that's where you yourself is, you are being very active because the role of being a Christian is a very outwardly active, against the flow of the world type life. And there might be things like, let me just throw you out here. Talking and teaching and doing these things is not one of your talents. Like that's never been something no. that you have enjoyed and mm -mm. that's just been you your whole life. But as you have grown spiritually in all these different things, this has become an area mm -hmm. that you spend like the majority of your time in and have great fruits that come mm -hmm. from that and everything. You know what I mean? So I would say that's become, you know, that's like a spiritual gift that you have because it's not just something that you've always done. Yeah, I have, and, and this is where you got to be careful because you can't ever do it in a prideful manner, but where you can, you can get a sense and you can pray that the Holy Spirit reveals your spiritual gifts to huh. you. Not that you're going to... you just take a quiz and then you do whatever the quiz Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. No, I mean, you can pray that and he will reveal them. It's just that you can't use them for anything that's going to glorify you. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to glorify God. But I think so again, if you're watching someone who is pointing to themselves in all of the yeah, spiritual is wrong. gifts... Yeah, it's wrong. Stop watching that person. Yeah, I mean, I know... I I am blessed with loads of them. I really am, and I'm not not in a bragging sense at all. But I I'm blessed in being able to identify where they're at, mm -hmm. especially in my walk as I'm getting closer and closer and closer. And the longer and longer I go, sure, things become more evident where he's gifted me in in different areas that I hadn't realized that never were anything that I could have done mm -hmm. anything you know understanding that I had all these different things or nothing that I could have trained for tried sure. for none of this is anything that I could have done so that that shows me in myself I go okay <laughs> I understand what that is I understand um, you know I've always had a way in serious situations to go no that's not a good idea don't do that in a serious you know mm -hmm. not in everyday life like this isn't something that I tap into everyday life I mean yes. you could be one situation life. a year you know sure. or whatever it would be um, that I'm just you know that I get I know that it's not me saying not saying that you know I know that it's not me as is not something that I would have thought up or I would have said I, it, in that way. It, it's, I know it's something that's something else. And it's like, you know, when I, like, for instance, when I came up and you started this whole, we revamped this whole thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was a gift of, I believe that was a full gift of prophecy in that moment. Because I came up and I'm like, listen, I need to say this to you. I don't know why. I have no idea why. It's not that anything. It's not that there's any wrong. that there's anything wrong. I just need to tell you this, and I and I unloaded a whole yeah I know. dump truck of things on you. Yeah, and it was accurate. yeah. I mean, it was like a whole day or two. It took you to like be able to digest it all. And it, I mean, it was. But mm -hmm. look at the fruits of what have come from that one conversation sure. that we had. It's revamped and totally changed the way that we look and the way that we're doing it, everything, even more recently. Yeah. 
And that wasn't for me. I, I admitted when I told you, I was like, I don't know why I'm saying this. I, I really don't know why I'm saying this because I don't necessarily like think that I need to open this can right now. I just feel the need that I need to share this with you right now. So that's the type of thing that, and it built up the ministry, it built up a lot of things in that moment. But that moment was very, very private. Outside of me sharing this story with everybody now, nobody would have known that. So that's not something that you will go on YouTube and you see somebody preaching this crap. So or send use... Brandon a hundred dollars yeah, right exactly. now. You would like to know. Yeah. Well, you could just do? do that. Period. I but... mean, if you feel moved to donate, <laughs> yeah, we would not. But not be because mad, of but... any biblical spiritual crap. That's just because I need money, yo. Yeah. But no. In all seriousness, that's how you know the difference of things like that. Like I said, outside of our private moment, nobody would have known that. So you don't go on YouTube preach. You don't go to the pulpit preaching this stuff. You don't go anything like that where you're trying to throw out prophecy. Like, hey, God's got a plan. I've, I've, I've seen a prophecy of your life. It's like and for a low, up. low price of or these or these or these people now that are doing all these you know I saw heaven and I saw hell book tours. No. I mean these things have been around forever, but now there's like a whole new wave of them. Yeah. And and what was oh. the one lady? She said she even and the angel wrote the foreword to her book. Wasn't that yeah? That wasn't was that person that messaged me? Yeah, that was actually yeah. somebody that you contacted. Yeah, they did. And we looked into it, and and she's <laughs> like got this whole thing about yeah. about how God took her to heaven, like Paul. The only angels she gave her... wrote her forward to her book. Yeah, she. Yeah, That's I was how like, they are. I was so. That would have been one of those Alexis need to get a picture of my face moments yeah. when I first read this because my mouth. Look at his messaging me, honey. I just yeah. I was you want to talk about my blood pressure, Karen? Yeah, that's where it goes. But I think in general, the if we've ever referred, I wonder if we've actually spit that name out any other times in our podcast. But we're to, we that's totally from a movie that we shouldn't quote now. I don't know if we have. <laughs> Maybe we have. I don't know. But I think for the most part, as far as you know, just kind of wrap this up here. Spiritual gifts is highly, is highly debatable. Yes, very highly debatable. They still, I'm not, you're right. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm not saying they don't, they're different. I believe they're different. I think there's, we can go through the whole New Testament and see how they're, they, they were, they were meant for a specific audience, but at the same time, they were meant for all Christians just in a different way. And you can see that. I know that sounds kind of weird in, in, in to say that, but you can actually put together a biblical uh, explanation of that. But I would caution any resource across the board, but especially like study Bibles and things like that, that are coming from someone with an agenda. Right. Whatever the agenda may be, I think is something worth caution. That's what I wanted to bring up too. The last point of it is that we're, as far as Pentecostals and Pentecostalism, 
again, I don't necessarily necessarily have a problem with them because there is something about them that there's a lot of other churches that suppress and throw out and don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Got it. That but we shouldn't. We should. That be we should. That we should. Things, so yeah. that's where I kind of, that's where I kind of have like this, eh, you know, kind of a, a middle. Like I really hate to completely denounce them. But then there's a line that is but, straight up heretical. Yeah, God but white, it's, it's you know, really hard not to denounce them. Mm-hmm. So just be careful with them and remember that there's no division in Christ. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about Pentecostalism, we're talking about a division because you're saying you're, you're separating your belief from well, other I Christians. I think that's what kind of is our red flag. Anything that is coming from the viewpoint of a branch off of this division we don't agree with and then foca- any of the divisions focusing on these things is a problem yeah now if it's pentecostal and, and i think we've been asked if we've we've been asked before if we're we've got we're a little bit pentecostal and i think yeah. that's just because we talk about prophecy because a lot of times like biblical but i'm talking about biblical prophecy mm-hmm. will get you labeled as pentecostal your mom calls the baby a Pentecostal every time she screams. <laughs> yeah, right. But right. The, well, she's right about that, though. I mean, in the whole... Have you heard of Pentecostal church, yeah. man? Oh, my gosh. Those people are... They, but your mom does that every time. It's so cute. That's, yeah, it does. It's cute. But she's right. And she remembers the Pentecostals of her days were a little bit more innocent. Yes, which it was. But I think kind of our point just being that anything that is going from this one-sided division within the body of Christ, we try to caution and stay away from anyways. Yeah, we want to... Why are we dividing? Why are we doing this? I mean, anything, especially like a study Bible, you know it's coming at it with an agenda. But if you have it, I mean, it's... I mean, it's okay. Just be real careful with it. I mean, it's it's well, with anything. Have some... Weigh it with scripture. With I I haven't I haven't looked through it. The modern English version. Uh, no, that's like an upgraded King James version. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with more relevant words. So I'm not sure how that's gonna flow anyway. But um, I don't know. Just be careful with it. So that's, that's my thought on it. And then the, that's my two cents on spiritual yeah, gifts. Yeah, I guess that's a little conversation on spiritual Pentecostal gifts. fire Bibles and things of that nature, right? Yep. Anything else you want to share? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Hopefully that helped somebody, anybody. If not, uh, message us. Let us know. Anything else we can do, lift up in prayer, questions we can answer, topics we can discuss, um, just ask. We share our Bible studies every single day. Uh, you can go to APHomeChurch.com and get all the stuff from all the places of the things that we're working on. So hopefully something can be of service and use to someone. All that. <laughs>